just saw R. Kelly up on the TV. Spent the weekend in jail because he can't post bond. He's a absolute sicko, pervert, abuser of children. He should get the death penalty. We don't have the death penalty for those crimes, but I wish we did. Um, a God, serial what? predator. Yeah, uh, clearly. A, a, a abuser of little girls. Well, what a terrible, terrible human being. But in a weird twist of everything, um, Michael Avenatti's representing one of the girls. And that's going to put R. Kelly in prison forever, I hope. So I'm on uh, Avenetti's side on this one. Dizzying. He is going to become, I think he's going to go with the Gloria Allred playbook. And uh, and, hope, and I'm sure he's going to hopefully come up with more sympathetic characters like he has in this case than he did with Stormy Daniels. Yeah, but victims don't need attorneys. That's the weird thing her, here. So he's, what, a publicist spokesperson for yeah, the victim? But what, do you, what do you mean they don't need attorneys? When... Of something in this law, or I guess I see what you're saying. Well, no, the, the state is is uh, prosecuting the case on my behalf. Right, right. Victims right. don't need attorneys, generally yeah. speaking. Um, uh, and some and would suggest it, he's yet another predator who's l- latched onto the young yeah, woman. And but, somebody yeah. like Gloria Allred contacts these people and says, "I'll be your attorney." And most people, say, I, I don't even know what that means, but she just does, and then starts speaking for them mm-hmm. and uh, becomes famous from it. But. I like a lot of the things he's saying. He's getting a lot of attention. And he's saying horrible things about R. Kelly. So, nothing wrong with that. All right. The enemy of mine enemy. So, speaking of uh, strong statements, you had Dianne Feinstein screaming at school kids, from what I understand. <laughs> Reducing them to tears and then AOC lashing back at her. Well, everyone's a kid to Dianne Feinstein. They could have been 60 year olds. <laughs> and we, uh, we shared some of that tape. Maybe we'll get to a little more of it later, but also notable. Getting a lot of attention. Old Bill Maher on HBO talking about the uh, the divide in America. Red state, blue state America, that sort of thing. We thought we'd roll a little bit of it, listen to it, comment on it. As usually with uh, Maher, it's um, it's not clearly one thing or the other to me. No, I, I enjoy That's not his... right. Things need to be either clearly one thing. It needs to be for Trump or against Trump. Zahir for this or against that. Everything's got to be very clear. I... All right, sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, let's. Why don't we still roll that and chat about it a little bit? If you want to text your thoughts, four one five two nine five KFTC. We ought to have a clever little five digit number that you can. But we're too cheap. Four one five two nine five KFTC. You can email us mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Why don't you hit it, Sean? And finally, new rule: if Bugsy Siegel could invent Las Vegas out of a desert stopover for GIs, Amazon can turn Nebraska into the next Silicon Valley. As, uh, as I'm sure you know by now, Amazon has scrapped its plans to build a giant headquarters in New York because the city balked at giving the richest company in the world a $3 billion tax bribe. So Amazon took their ball and went home. But herein lies a chance for Amazon to show the world that a tech company can actually do good. We have a problem in America called spatial geographic inequality which can you stop means there? that the most is that a thing is that a term people use spatial geographic inequality i've never heard it well, I, yeah. I mean it sounds like a thing i guess but anyway here he goes means that the most affluent and educated people are clustered in just a few cities last year hillary clinton said i won the places that represent two-thirds of america's gross domestic product i won the places that are optimistic diverse, dynamic, moving forward. Yes, you did. And maybe that has something to do with why Trump voters are obsessed with owning the libs, because the libs own everything else. The blue parts of America 
are having a big prosperity party while that big sea of red feels like their invitation got lost in the mail. And they still use the mail. They turn on stupid, stupid small town people. Idiot. They're so stupid. Uh, I do have some comment on this, though. So, um, first of all, has he already mentioned the Detroit Amazon thing? Or no? uh, I don't even know if he specifically mentions Detroit in this later, but that's that's the example that a lot of the think pieces around this have been talking about. Right. Part of it, whenever I come across this sort of stuff, it, it comes from. It, it reminds me of the Green Book. The movie that's being uh, criticized today is everything's being written from a white person's perspective. Every these these pieces are always written from an I'm an urban liberal perspective. I can speak pretty well from a rural, uh, uh, not liberal perspective because that, that's where I've spent my whole life. All my friends and family still live there. I, I would I'll be happy to be back there again in my life. Most people who live in r- r- rural areas. Not most people, practically everybody, has no interest whatsoever in living in an urban area. Zero. Mm-hmm. In fact, they would consider it a punishment, a sentence. Right. They can't imagine how they would live their lives. A lot of the Bill Maher crowd believes that everybody that's in a rural area wants to be in the city. They just can't figure out how to get there. And they're stuck there, not living in a city, being miserable. They're and that is too just, stupid or no, unambitious or whatever to get just there. Just right? not the case at all. Right. They don't want to be in a big city. They don't want traffic. They don't want crime. They don't want any of the things that go with living in a big city. And they certainly don't want the government managing their lives. And There's a huge divide in that poll question. You know, how much involvement do you want the government to have in your life? The last thing people in Nebraska want is to become Silicon Valley. Bill Maher thinks, obviously they would, and we should give them this chance. No, no, they don't want that. You don't want to have the opportunity to buy a 2,400-square-foot house for $1.8 million in Nebraska? To the income thing, when he was using the various statistics of wealth and everything, well, that's because it costs so much to live in a lot of these states. The wages are higher. In a lot of these other places, the wages are much lower. So's the cost of the house and everything else. But isn't... is, wasn't economic anxiety one of the big reasons why why oh, yeah. Trump? Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's there's no doubt. I'm not gonna. Yeah, there's there's no doubt. There are areas of the country where coal mining has you know uh, uh, gone away, and uh, a variety of places like that. That's true, but that's not everywhere. Like where my brother lives in rural Kansas, as he's told me before, there's not one person in this county that wants to leave this county. And it is one of the poor counties, in, if you measure it by the measurements people use, one of the poor counties, counties in the whole country. Mm-hmm. In fact, my, my uncle um, and uh, my dad and all his family are from what was at one time the poorest county in the United States, in Iowa. And I remember when that story hit USA Today, and we were shortly thereafter uh, visited my uncle when he was still alive, and they all just thought that was hilarious, that they were named the poorest county in America, as they got, like, their boat, and they go jet skiing on the weekend, and they all have cars, and their kids (laughs) are happy, and everybody's happy and living their life, and going to the Dairy Queen after the Little League game, and they were named the poorest county in the entire United States, and there were all these conversations on your your cable news channels about what you do to help these people. (laughs) They were perfectly happy. Are perfectly happy. That's funny. So you do have to look at it from that perspective. Here's the very uh, very house I described in Silicon Valley as being $1.8 million, which is not, it's probably, that was probably a little over, well, probably $1.5 million. I just found exactly that house in Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, it's got a, a finished basement and everything, a real nice lot, and at the edge of a big park, um, $215K. So it would cost you one-seventh 
your housing costs, which is your most substantial cost, one-seventh of what it would cost in Silicon Valley to live in Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, never mind rural Nebraska. So, yeah, any, any you know, look at them economically depressed. Do you know the average wage there is only $60,000 a year? I mean, it's just, it's so, you're just, well, it's apples and oranges, but frankly. But if, if Bill Maher's ultimate point is, and I think he's absolutely right, there's, what do you do with a country that is so clearly separated? If you ever saw those maps after the election where Hillary Clinton won by a lot to the east of I-90, is that what it is? 95, 95 yeah. To the east of I-95, which runs from Florida all the way up to the top, and, you know, you got that sliver of blue on the right. And the same to the left of I-5 on the West Coast. Hillary Clinton won those areas huge. In between, all Trump. And he won by 3 million votes. With the exception of urban centers, but yeah. And those people see the world completely differently and are so, uh, you know, quite distinctly not mixed together. Mm -hmm. I think that is a problem. I don't know how that plays out. But, but. You, you can't come from it from the standpoint of that one group really wants to be the other group, because that's just not true. No. Let's do another minute. They turn on the TV, and all the shows take place in a few hip cities. There's no real housewives of Toledo or <laughs> CSI Lubbock. <laughs> there are... I can stop there. Right, so yeah. I, I like those jokes. Those are perfectly fine jokes. But I grew up in rural Wisconsin and then rural Kansas and I was rural South Dakota. And we watched all your shows that were all set in New York all the time. Black flam- families in New York. There wasn't a black family within hundreds of miles of me anywhere I lived when I was a kid. And we watched black families in New York City and just watched them. They were fine and they were funny. And who cared? I never thought about it twice. Mm. Never thought about it at all. Never thought, gee, I wish that was my life. Or how come they don't have it set here or anything? Right. It just wasn't a thing. Mm. You know, I couldn't tell. Uh, his The jokes were gentle enough, and they were okay. I think the audience was laughing derisively, though, at the absurdity of having CSI Lubbock. I don't know. Well, more from that, because I think it, it is the question confronting this great country going forward. Yeah, the ultimate Urban, point. Urban, rural divide, regional yeah, divide. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a thing. I don't know how that works out. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. You are listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. When's Bradley Cooper walk up and start singing with her? Any second now. Any second now? This was the first year in a while I've actually really liked one of the songs, predictably, because it was Gillian Welch and David Rawlings, who I think are fabulous. But Oh, they did a song? Yeah. Oh, I ought to check that out. Yeah, it's really good. It's from the Coen Brothers movie. When a cowboy trades his spurs for wings. How was this? I mean, this was seen as one of the great moments in Oscar history. Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. It was? Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. I've read several articles about it. This is one of the outstanding moments of the last 50 years in Oscar telecast. What? People are really caught up in the shipping them as a couple thing. Please. Like, I don't think Hyperbole. It, I, yeah, yeah. But but I think that momentum carries on. I want to hear Bradley Cooper when he comes up. 
He keeps a lot of the discussions around these performances, and like he randomly showed up to her Vegas show and and did a, a surprise duet with her. Oh, and, are they so, going to do that the rest of their lives? Every time one of them somewhere, someone will start the song, and then the other one will walk in from behind the couch. That's why they deserve to be together forever, Jack. And they're clearly doing it. I think everybody agrees with that, right? Of course. Even though he's married, they're like Captain and Tennille. <laughs> Very <laughs> much like that. So yeah. you did not find it to That's be one of the fine. highlights. That's, it's it's an okay. You song and they're you, fine. You weren't weeping? No. <laughs> no, I will not engage in the age of hyperbole. One tear. I'm guilty of hypoboly. No tears? Underbully. Zero tears. No. Can we get back to Bill Maher and turn this <laughs> ass off? <laughs> One of the One. great moments, my eye. Please. Okay. It's fine. Clearly, it's you fine. just do not understand art. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. Guilty. That art? No, I don't. Guilty. So Bill Maher talking about, uh, what did he call it? He had a good term for it. The socioeconomic geographic. Spatial geographic inequality. There you go. It's going on in America. And and, uh, rural people between the coasts versus urban people on the coast for the most part. Yep. There are two Americas. And it seems like one is where all the cool jobs are where people drive Teslas and eat artisanal ice cream. We have orchestras and theater districts and world-class shopping. We have Chef Wolfgang Puck. They have <laughs> Chef Boyardee. Okay, so you got to pause it there. Once, well, once that again. That was just contempt. But, but once again, I, and I don't, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. I just think you're never going to solve anything. It is so much like this movie, The Green Book, to me. That movie's being criticized because everything comes from the through the lens of the white guy and not understanding the black. These conversations always come through the the lens of the L.A. or Manhattanite wealthy liberal, mm-hmm. and never from the eyes of the person. And dripping with condescension, there are tens of millions, maybe half the country, who want to live in a city where there are no Teslas. And they eat Chef Boyardee instead of Wolfgang Puck. They want that. Or more likely what Dad cooked at the backyard barbecue with and the family gathered and, around. And How contemptible is that? And they're happy with that, and they don't want the other. Right. And so if you actually want... I think Bill Maher actually wants to like take the fact that there are two different groups, figure out how we're going to make this work in our politics. Right. But you can't look at one of them with contempt when you're doing it. Mm-hmm. You have to understand those people aren't trying to get out of that circumstance. They they don't consider it a circumstance. They consider it their lives and they like it. I did. I still do. But if the habitat in which they want the circumstances to stay are built around industries that are no longer sustainable. All right. But that's that's true some places. But that's not true everywhere. All my family and friends I know live in towns where everything's the same as it was before. Whatever they're doing around there. Now, if you're in coal mine company or you used to have a big, you know, a GM plant and that goes away. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Obviously. But it, it's certainly not true for everybody. That the it's it's amazing the, the 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 cool people driving Teslas, eating at these restaurants, and that that's what everybody aspires to. You ju- you're just wrong. You're just wrong about like half the country. Give me some more. The flyover states have become the passover states. That's why red state voters are so pissed off. They don't hate us. They want to be us. They want to go to the That's party. That's just not true. It's like we're the British royal family, and they're Meghan Markle's dad. That's funny. Now, how do I know this? Because 238 cities and regions submitted proposals to Amazon for the company to locate in their area, all desperate for jobs that don't involve guarding prisoners or murdering chickens. 
And wow. Amazon picked two places that didn't need them at all, places where prosperity already was. Bezos, you're worth $130 billion. Take one for the team. Stop playing cities off against one another and help a dying one come back to life. I know this sounds like a pipe dream, and it's true, I was smoking a pipe when I dreamed it. But, <laughs> but if liberals are serious about winning elections, they have to start recolonizing the parts of the country they've abandoned. Mississippi is the poorest state in the country. Amazon could buy the whole state and rename it Amazippi. If we keep leaving the red states behind, they're going to keep getting angrier and crazier. Because if you're not invited to the party, the next best thing is to throw a turd in the punch bowl. <laughs> you know, he's trying. He's just not very good at it. Well, how would he have that perspective? He grew up in Manhattan. Right. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? One by train, the other by plane. Trump and Kim heading to their second summit. And former Trump campaign uh, minister Manafort dubbed a career criminal by prosecutors. He is looking at hard, hard time. The rest coming of his up. life. Yep. Stay tuned for all that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Bill Maher's point was a good one politically. This is something that is happening in our politics, and it's going to work itself out one way or another, the urban versus rural divide. But it it happens everywhere. It's not just the biggest cities in the coast. I guarantee you the people, because I know this, the people of Oklahoma City think the people of Gaiman, Oklahoma, are just too stupid and uncool to live in Oklahoma City. Mm -hmm. They haven't figured out how to get in Oklahoma City. They really want to even though they don't. And then the same thing happens on up the chain until you get to New York, who looks down on everybody in the world. Right. And I saw the headline uh, yet again that uh, activists are trying to get rid of the Electoral College. And my thing is, if we ever make it so that that vast swath of the interior of the country feels like they have no say in presidential elections, then that is when the real violence begins. When people feel literally disenfranchised, the population centers decide every election. Even if, you know, 47 states feel a certain way, if the three biggies feel the other way, they win the election every single time. That's the the genius of the Electoral College. I know it's frustrating some some people. How can you lose the popular vote and still win? You eliminate the Electoral College, we have a powder keg. Oh, yeah. Eventually, you're just going to have a revolution. There's no doubt about it. Or a secession movement. A secession, yeah. News now with Marsha Phillips. Well, are on the move. President Trump traveling to his second meeting with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un on Air Force One, while Kim, who lacks a modern aircraft fleet, will travel mainly by armored train. Details of this week's summit in Vietnam remain closely held, but the leaders are expected to meet one-on-one, joined only by interpreters. Goals that emerged from their first meeting included completing the denuclearization of the uh, Korean Peninsula, and recovering U.S. soldiers' remains from the Korean War front. A friend of mine, by the way, who was in the Vietnam War, who fought for the United States during Vietnam, not happy that uh, Trump is meeting uh, Kim in Hanoi, saying, you know, this, this is not good. Uh, we, uh, we lost the war there. Other people say, no, it was a tie. So, well, <laughs> I'm not going to rehash that. Yeah. 
Yeah, other people would say, you know, things have changed a hell of a lot since then and better to be engaged than, yeah, so, than right. so the idea permanent Cold War enmity. Right. So I I don't know if this was this this just accidentally happened and they thought of it since the location was chosen or whatever, but um so Trump is gonna try to make the claim, look, this country was an enemy of the United States. We battled. They became a friend of the United States. Look at how prosperous they are. Same thing could happen to you. The only difference is North Korea could become prosperous, but it would it would it would end his rule. There's no way it continues with him in charge. Somebody would take him out if they had the freedom to, mm. to actually move around. And... There's a danger of that. It, it would be such a transition from a cult-like, single-family dictatorship to a Chinese party well, system. You brought this up last week. What's the history of dictators uh, loosening up? And getting to stay and getting to keep their head. It's really, really hard. <laughs> I'd say. I mean, China's accomplished it to a large extent, um, but it's it's not an it's a tough putt, as they say. Prosecutors from the special counsel's office are calling Paul Manafort a hardened criminal in a new sentencing memo that was just released. They're telling the judge who's considering what sentence to give President Trump's former campaign manager that he repeatedly and brazenly violated the law. But interestingly enough, the prosecutors did not recommend a specific sentence to the judge. Under the terms of his plea deal, Manafort could be sentenced up to 10 years for the crimes he pled guilty to. He's also facing a March 8th sentencing for the crimes a jury found him guilty of in Northern Virginia. He's going to be sentenced for the D.C. crimes on March 13th. So Manafort's looking at some serious hard time. And on a related note, Representative Adam Schiff is warning against withholding special counsel Robert Mueller's report. On ABC's This Week, the California Democrat who serves as chair of the House Intelligence Committee was saying... We will obviously subpoena the report. Uh, We will bring Bob Mueller in to testify before Congress. We will take it to court if necessary. If the findings are not made public. That's such a stupid, stupid, fake argument that he's been working on. The media plays along with it, too. That's not going to happen. It's not an option. Somebody, What's your plan, Jack, if Joe starts an illegal panda outfit in the studio? Oh, I've got a plan in place if Joe decides to start illegally breeding pandas in the studio. It'll never happen. I spell Schiff, Adam Schiff I, with two T's, by the way. I find Schiff a very difficult person to take. He's a weasel. I wish there were more people involved at every level on any side who aren't trying to figure out how do I benefit most from this. Right. He is clearly a person who's bent on benefiting greatly from this whole process. 71-year-old California man who was wrongly imprisoned for nearly 40 years for the murder of his girlfriend and her 4-year-old son will get $21 million in a settlement with the city of Simi Valley. Craig Coley was released from prison in 2017 after he was pardoned by then-Governor Jerry Brown, who said that DNA evidence and reinvestigation showed he was innocent for the 1978 murders of the woman and her son. So he's getting $71 million for the 40 years he was in jail. Getting a prenup before you get married is one thing, but some couples are now agreeing to contracts for dating, which instead of being focused on protecting assets, are all about agreeing on things that can hopefully help the relationship be successful. Contracts for dating. At what point do you get into that? First date, second date, fifth date? New York Post writes that... Wow, the, God, you hate to get into that already. As soon as the attorneys have the paperwork <laughs> yes. ready, that's when we get into it. Oof. New York Post writes that the contracts can cover a whole range of things, such as how to fight, goals for sex... And how per- to fight? 
goals for Duchess of Queensbury rules. <laughs> <laughs> and, and personal quirks. No, no thumbs in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> and personal quirks and how to deal with them. Personal quirks and how to deal with them. So you want to get a first date. You're going to get into that. Okay, you can get your, my personal quirks here. I make a weird noise when I eat. So here's what uh, here's what we're gonna do with this. You, I you, whine a lot. So I have the. Up I have top. to have two cats on my bed to sleep. Okay. Oh, that could be a sticking point. <laughs> Experts are saying relationships get messy and confusing. Contracts are reliable, very crystal clear and concrete. Well, that's what the world will look like when it, everybody's a lawyer, because lawyers that's the way they look at the world. <laughs> There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. God, that sucked the fun out of being a homo sapien. That little story. Jeez. <laughs> As so many things in the modern world do. I know. I read yes. it. There's an article in the New York Times yeah. and a very serious one about how awful men are uh, still in not getting full consent for everything whenever you're, you know, making the transition from sitting on the couch watching to a movie to... To, uh, to, to doing it. Right. Um, and everything in between. And how it's got to just be a complete 100% asking for consent every step of the way. Right. Th- that's just so Except fanciful. for all the women who say, that's stupid. Have, have, and right. then the women that were involved in this article, have, have you ever had sex? Ever had a re- relationship ever in your life? It's just, it's just so crazy. And they this was a serious piece. Oh, oh, I'm sure they're always very serious. Oh, yes. They don't lack seriousness. They just lack any perspective. And how some men still take a, a positive-sounding noise as a verbal yes, and that is not good enough. Okay. That's pretty good. 